What's going on, everybody? Welcome to back to a brand new episode of Podcast About Nothing. I am your host, The Apex, and I got some ranting to do. I wanted to talk about... I wanted, wanted to talk about the Packer win. I really did. I wanted to talk about it, but that ain't going to happen. I just spent the last about 10 minutes trying to put together my daughter's um, racetrack. Ain't no kids want to help. You know, kids want to help. Kids want to feel involved. Kids want to feel useful. Kids want to feel like, man, I contributed to creating something. I contributed to doing something. But damn it, they be getting in the way, man. They be getting in the way. Kids get in the way. It's like, dog, would you move? It's taking me longer doing this. Because here you are, in the way, bro. Move, bro. Move. Why are you right here? Who brought you here? Move. Damn. Like, dog, I could have been done trying to come in and record a little something, something, man, but I don't know. It had just, it had just irked my nerves. I'm like, bro, you all in the way trying to be helpful meanwhile you're in inconvenience. Trying to make things more convenient while being in inconvenience is crazy. Only kids can pull some dumb shit like that off. Only kids can, dog. But look. Damn, that only took two minutes. I thought it was going to be longer than that. Um, You know what? While I got y'all here, let's talk about the Packer victory. Let's talk about it. Because I feel like a lot of people are glossing over a few things. Um, I'm not. Because I watched that game in totality twice. So, because for one, it's a Packer victory. I'm the biggest. I'm one of the biggest Packer fans. And no, I don't do all the costumes and all that stuff. But, damn it, I love me some Packers, man. I've been a Packer fan since 1998. I was seven years old. I remember watching them win the Super Bowl and everything like that. And they just became my favorite team ever since. So, And not to mention, I'm from Wisconsin, so of course, right? Um, You know, I got some Packer memorabilia, Packer apparel and all that stuff and some merch. So... I'm not, again, I'm not, I don't, I'm not doing all the, like, the dude that be at the Packer games, you know, Frozen Tundra Man, you know what I'm saying? I, nah, I ain't doing all that costume stuff. My money can go to something better. But outside of that, outside of that, um, I'm a huge Packer fan, and I like to evaluate football games Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They handled business last night against the Eagles. The Eagles didn't want it. The Eagles didn't want that. Jalen Hurts is the most dead behind the eyes quarterback I've I've seen since Jay Cutler. I'm telling you. Jalen Hurts is the most dead behind the eyes quarterback that I've seen since Jay Cutler, man. He is dead behind the eyes. He looks like he does not want to be there. And maybe he has this defeat, 
defeatism complex about him where it's just like, well, we're done here. <clears throat> well, we're done here. We're not going to come back. We're not going to win. What's the point of even doing this hanging up? It seems like he's a very defeatist, a defeat. I don't know what I'm looking for. But it looks like he, he gets defeated. And when he gets defeated, he becomes crippled. My wife and I were talking about this, watching the highlights for the Eagles 49ers game. What week was that? What week was that? Was that like week eight or something like that? It was some back somewhere back there. And the 49ers chopped their ass up, blew them out, blew them out. And, and we were talking, conversing about that game on a more mental scale. And, and be on the lookout. We're going to have a sports podcast coming up. Uh, hopefully in the summertime, we're going to start up a sports podcast. I'll give more details on that when we get that underway. And we're just going to be talking football and basketball, maybe some baseball. I'm not a baseball fan. She is. She's a baseball head. I'm not. But um, but she brings a more mental side of way of thinking because you have all these dudes that be on sport podcasts and sports shows i don't know what's going on with them i don't know why they not i mean the eagles just that da, da, da. but we said it she pointed it out i agreed it was after that 49ers game she was like oh mentally they're gonna be out of it and she knew it and we've seen it it started since the 49ers game Getting blown out. It wasn't the losing to the 49ers. It was going to blown out by the 49ers. Where the Eagles was like, hang it up. They quit. They quit. They lost to the Cowboys after that. Like, they, they were done. They checked out. They didn't want to finish the season anymore. You can see it. They were done. They never mentally got over that blowout loss to the 49ers. Here they are getting blown out by the Buccaneers, man. What was the final score? 30 to 9 or something like that? Got blown out. Blown out. They were defeated. They were done. They were ready to hang it up. After that 49ers loss, they were done. And then you turn around, lose to the Cowboys. We blew out the Cowboys. I'm going to get to it. We blew them out. But y'all lose to the Cowboys? Did they lose to the Cowboys or did they get blown out by the Cowboys? I can't remember. And the Eagles have a talented team. Great wide receiver staff. They 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 added Julio Jones midseason. Like, they have a good football team. They're a better football team than the Cowboys are on paper. There's no way the Cowboys should have won that division. And I feel like because I, I coach basketball, I feel like I, I I see what the Eagles head coach probably went through. Trying to psych them up, trying to hype them up. Guys, come on, we're we're in a great position. We're winning we're still winning some games, albeit is is close games, but it's still but we're still winning games though. We're still winning them. 
We got to make a run. We got to make a push for the playoffs, man. Come on, guys. Let's get to it. Let's get it in. Let's let's figure this out. They were defeated. They were defeated. When their backs was against the wall and they had a chance to turn things around, they didn't seize that opportunity, man. They were defeated. They went into the playoff game not wanting to be there. Poor tackling. Drop passes. That just screams a lack of intensity. That screams a lack of focus. They didn't want to be there. One, two, three, Cancun. They wanted out. Getting blown out by the 49ers. They looked at it like this. If we can't beat the 49ers, what's the point of even playing this season? Why even make the postseason? If we can't, because we're going to have to get through the 49ers. Everybody knows that the NFC Championship game, getting to the Super Bowl, is going to have to go through San Francisco. Everyone knows that. And the Eagles probably felt if we can beat them, we don't have to blow them out. But if we can find a way to beat them, even in a close game, oh, we we in here. If they would have beaten the 49ers, they would not have lost to the Cowboys the second time around. They wouldn't have lost that game. I promise you that. They would not have lost that game. Man, they they fuck, they lost to the Giants and shit. Like, they gave up. They gave up. They were done. They were checked out. Lost to the Commanders. Like, why are y'all splitting with some of these teams? Y'all splitting with the Cowboys. That should have been a sweep. Y'all splitting with the Giants. That should have been a sweep. Y'all splitting with the Commanders. That should have been a sweep. They, they were defeated. Yeah, you went up against the Bills. You won in overtime. That was one of the closest games all season. It, it was a great game. And I think they left out of that game feeling good, like, man, because we know the Bills are a playoff team in the AFC. They're a play- so we might see them in the uh, in the Super Bowl. We might see the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Like, that's, those are the two best teams over there. They beat the Chiefs. Didn't they beat the Chiefs? Did they beat the Chiefs this year? No, no, they didn't. They didn't play the Chiefs this year. That was the Lions that beat the Chiefs. Never mind. But it's like they they had this um, idea in their head after beating the Bills. Like, yo, because that's a playoff team on the AFC side. Went to overtime here at home, like, in in mucky weather. It It was rainy. And they figured it out. They got the win. Jalen Hurts hasn't been playing. I'm telling you, Jalen Hurts is an Instagram girl, man. He's an Instagram model. He is dead behind the eyes, bro. He does not look like he wants to be there. He just throws his hands up every time they get a three and out or whenever he throws an interception or whenever it's time to make a play. He just throws his hands up. He's dead behind the eyes. I'm not saying he doesn't want to be in Philly. I'm saying it looks like he doesn't want to play football. It looks like he doesn't want to do this anymore. It seemed like losing the Super Bowl to the Chiefs, Jalen Hurst was done after that. Because maybe Jalen Hurst thought that this shit was going to be easy or something. Went to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs and lost. He's been done. All year, he's been done. He does not want to play anymore. He is dead behind the eyes. Like he shows no emotion at all. None. He shows no frustration. 
even after a win, he just he just walks aimlessly to the locker room. He's done. Losing to the Chiefs, he is through. And it trickles down to the rest of the team because the, the, the quarterback is supposed to be the leader, man. You, you are the franchise player. You are the one that's supposed to be leading your troops. It's the quarterback. It's not the linebacker. It's not the defensive end. It's not the defensive tackle. It's not the center. It is the QB that's supposed to be leading the troops into battle. Attitude reflects leadership. Captain, if y'all have ever seen Remember the Titans, it's supposed to be the QB. Jalen Hurst is dead behind the eyes. He's an IG girl. I'm telling y'all. He does not want to play football anymore. He does, he does not want to play this sport anymore. He has checked out. He has checked out. He does not want to be there. He threw, man. I've been seeing it all season. He's done. I think he hears what some of these analysts are saying. And a lot of these analysts nowadays are former players. He's hearing what they're saying. Yo, is it time to move off the head coach? I think after that performance last night, you need to start looking at Jalen Hurts. And I understand Jalen Hurst is in his, what, fourth year? He came into the league the same year as Jordan Love did. He came into the league the same year as Jordan Love. We had an opportunity to draft Jalen Hurts. And for a while, I was thinking, damn, we should have drafted Jalen Hurts. But then you watch how Jordan Love played this year, and then you watch how Jalen Hurts played this year. It's like, you know what? That's why I don't work for the Packers as a scout. That's why. Because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Jordan Love is looking like he's going to be winning MVP probably next year. We're going to get to that game. Don't worry about it. We're going to get to it. I'm a gloat. But Jalen Hurts, it might be time. I don't, I don't know. It might be time to move off the coach. Because when you look at what Jalen Hurts did the previous season, it's like, no, you can't give up on him after one bad year. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to give up on him after one bad year. You don't want to give up on that coach after one bad year. Because I, I can tell he was trying to rally them together, and they probably did not want to hear it. Because they're looking at Jalen Hurts give up. So they're like, man, after that 49ers game, bro, they were done. They were done. My wife said it. She pointed it out to me because I remember uh, she was talking about sports. She told me that she was talking about sports at work. And uh, like some of the guys at her job was just like, no, nah, you don't understand. No, nah, you don't understand. But see, one thing that we lack as male sport fans, we don't look at the mentality behind somebody. We don't look at the, yo, he going through something. And it's affecting his play. We don't really point that out. It's like, well, why is he dropping the pass? Why is he making the shot? Why is he? The Eagles checked out after the 49ers game, man. I have a new, I have a new um, viewpoint on sports after watching sports with my wife. 
and it's been like that for the last two years. The Eagles checked out. They were done. They never mentally recovered after that loss to the 49ers. Blowout at home, they were done. They were done. They didn't want to do it anymore. They were through. So I don't, I don't say you fire the head coach, but he's on the hot seat. It's, it was one bad year, man. Teams, they hit their slumps. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They made it to the wild card round this year. And you do look at how they finished the year. Look at every game from the 49ers game on. They were done. At that 49 actually, I think that 49ers game, was that like week 11? Because now that I think about it, I think they were 10-1 and one at that point. I think they were 10-1. and one. So I think that was like week 12 when they lost to the 49ers. They were done. Yeah, I think that was like week 12 because they had lost to the Jets. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were done. They were done. Mentally, they had checked out. Loss of the Cowboys. Cowboys won the division. We're going again. We're going to get on that game. I'm not saying you trade Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying that you cut Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying that you fire the head coach. I'm not saying that you fire the GM. I'm saying that you had a bad season. Don't make it a second one in a row, though. Like Jalen Hurts looks like the type of dude that you got to hold his hand through things. It looks like he was that type of kid also. Like, you you got to hold his hand. Like, he needs to be baby. He, he, he looks like that type. He just looks like that type. He really does. But let's move on to a team that won. The Green Bay Packers. I ain't going to talk about everybody else because I don't care. It's just watching the Eagles. It was just so evident. Like, damn. You know, congratulations to the Detroit Lions. So, let me say that. First playoff win in 32 years, man. Congratulations to them. Congratulations. But let me just talk about the Packers real quick. America's team. The real American team. America's real team. America's real team. When I tell you when I tell you that when I tell you that the Packers have completely morphed my way of thinking of this team at the beginning of the year, let me do this. Let me take y'all back at the beginning of the year. Right. My wife and I made a bet. We made a bet that. Whoever loses the bet, the loser has to buy the winner uh, Packer apparel from the Packer Pro Shop. $50 limit, right? She won the bet because she bet me that the Packers would win 10 games. I was like, there's no way that they win 10 games. We won eight games last year with Aaron Rodgers. There's no way. And they won nine games. But if you look at the fact that they beat the Cowboys, that was the 10th win right there. 
So we have this bet. We gave each other a wager. We'll give each other within two wins of the answer that we gave. So anywhere between three to seven wins, I would have won the bet. Anywhere between eight to 12 wins, she would have won the bet. And boy, she won it. I remember talking to her. I remember talking to, I remember talking to my wife. I remember talking to my brother about the Panthers win. And they were just so down on that win because it was like, nah, you can't, man, they only had two wins, da, da, da. But I was like, in a close game, they found a way to win. The Panthers are, they have, the Panthers have two wins. And we're still the younger team than they are. And they have two wins. And they have an older team than us. We found a way to win. Besides Romeo Dobbs, who's in his second year, besides Christian Christian Watson, who's in his second year, we got nothing but rookies at the wide receiver. We got Simone. Simone Biles' husband is one of the oldest players on the team. He's 28. Aaron Jones is considered a veteran in his sixth season. Our average age is 25 years old. We are the youngest team in the fo- in football. There's college players older than some of our players. Older than some of our starters. There are fifth-year seniors on that t- in college that are older than some of our rookies. And our rookies start. The Buccaneers, the Buccaneers have a 26-year-old rookie. And we found a way to beat the the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys average age is is 31. That's a veteran team. That is a veteran team. Damn, uh, uh, goddamn Mike McCarthy has been a head coach in the NFL for 14 years. 14. Is it 14 or 16? I can't remember. I think it's 16 years. Mike McCarthy is a head coach in the NFL for 16 years. The Packers head coach has been a head coach for four years. He's the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans before. Now, I'm glad I didn't have my podcast before. Well, I had the podcast before. I just wasn't recording. And I was saying how um, we need to fire Matt LaFleur. I've been screaming that for about two years, three years now. Fire Matt LaFleur because of how he was coaching. And we had Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on our team. Aaron Jones was still on this football team. I was yelling for us to fire him then. We should not have lost to the 49ers in the divisional round. We had a first round bye. We should not have lost to the 49ers in a divisional round game during a blizzard. But we did. But we did. 
That was two years ago. I've been saying fire Matt LaFleur ever since then. He was trying to run Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay, and he did that. But the reason why was because he wanted to bring in a young quarterback, a quarterback with no experience that he could shape and mold and build so that he can fit within the team that he is structuring. And he looks like a damn genius right now. He looks like a genius. After it was during a game, I think we were up 27 to 7. Or maybe it was 34 to 10. I can't remember. But my wife was like, you, you got to eat your words now. She was like, you got to eat your words. And humble pie. Cut me a slice. I'm good. I want my team to win. That's why I wanted Matt LaFleur fired. fired. That's why half for the first half of the season, I'm like, yo, Jordan Love might not be that dude, man. He might not be him. We have a young team. Let's try and draft a quarterback in like the second round and see what happened. I want my team to win. So we need to let Matt LaFleur go. We need to give Jordan Love one more year and then move off of him. I'll eat humble pie. I'll, I'll, hey, listen, I'll swallow my pride. I'll put my ego aside. I don't care. I want my team to win. I'm glad I lost the bet because that meant that the Packers played well. That means the Packers made the playoffs. They beat the Cowboys. Let's talk about the game. Jordan Love threw three touchdowns. Aaron Jones ran for three touchdowns. Aaron Jones had two rushing touchdowns all season, and he ran for three on the Cowboys. That was the strategy. Run on the Cowboys. Run on them. You know, in the last eight games, Jordan Love has thrown one interception. One Joe Barry was looking like he needed to be fired. But in the Bears game and in the Cowboys game, he pitched a perfect game. Perfect strategy from the beginning to the end. Matt LaFleur was like, hey, if we win the coin toss, receive the ball. Receive it because he understood. You got a young team. We need to jump ahead early. He understood that. We need to jump ahead early. Feed Aaron Jones so that he can walk and run all over the Cowboys. Get a touchdown. We get a stop. We get another touchdown. Interception by Jair Alexander. Score another touchdown. Pick six by Mr. Savage. Yeah. 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 Now, I admit, because we have such an inexperienced team, we have an inexperienced head coach. He's still learning himself. I'm telling you all this right now. Was that last year? That was last year. That was last season when Matt LaFleur was like, look, if I had all the answers, then we wouldn't be in this situation right now. Fire them. Get rid of them. It is your job, not only as a head coach, but as a coach, period, to have the answers. But you ain't got the answer, Sway. Fire them. Get rid of them. Move on. I didn't know that he had a master plan all along to get Aaron out of there.
Aaron should have retired a Packer, man. He should have retired a Packer. Goes to the Jets four plays in, injured, out for the year. Everybody was talking about, man, Aaron Rodgers might come back. Aaron Rodgers might come back. He tore his Achilles. He wasn't coming back. He was never coming back, ever. Aaron Rodgers is a diva. He likes the attention. That's why he was on the Pat McAfee show three times a week. He's a diva. We've known this. Y'all have said it about him. He loves attention. Anyway, I told my wife while watching that game, I was like, I can't remember which possession it was, but I was like, if if Jordan Love goes down and, and, and score and leads us to a leads us to a touchdown, he's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Did that. I was like, okay. Next possession in. If Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if, if if Jordan Love leads us down the field and gets us another touchdown, he's a better quarterback than Brett Favre. Touchdown pass today, Tavion Wicks. He's the greatest quarterback in Packer history, man. It's him. Jordan Love is him. They can't keep getting away with this. I know y'all been seeing the memes. We got it. We struck gold a third. No, a third time. We struck gold a fourth time. Three times in a row, but this is our fourth time. I've seen enough. Jordan Love is going to win MVP next year. Watch what I tell y'all. He was second in the NFL by one passing touchdown and passing touchdowns to lead the NFL. He was second behind Dak, and he threw one less than Dak. He's won the MVP next year. I'm going to wait until the season is over. I'm going to wait until the summertime. And I might just wait until my wife and I, we get our sports podcast up together. And I need to see the schedule, though. I got to see the schedule also. But they're playing against the Titans next year. They're playing against the Titans next year, man. I might have to go to that game. I don't know, though. I don't know. I might have to go to that. I don't know, man. But damn. Jordan Love is looking like that guy, man. Aaron Rodgers said at the beginning of the year, he knew that Jordan Love was going to be something special. He said it before the first game even took place. He was like, oh, no, Jordan Love, he got talent. He's going to be all right. He's a very good player is what he said. He's a very good player. Aaron Rodgers knew. That was his backup. They worked out together. They knew. Listen, man. And y'all got a problem on y'all hands, boy. Keep Jordan Love and Christian Watson together at all costs. That is our now, that is now our Aaron Rodgers, Greg Jennings, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams connection. Like Brett Favre having Antonio Freeman. Brett Favre, the Sterling Sharp. Yeah. Jordan Love to Christian Watson. Jordan Love to Jaden Reed. I love Jaden Reed, man. That might be the next jersey I get. Jaden Reed might be the next jersey. Because when I go to that Titans game, 
Every time I go to a game, I got a, I, I got a rare jersey. And I always buy a new jersey. I don't know where all my jerseys are. I love them in Milwaukee. Jade, I'm buying a, I'm buying a Jaden Reed jersey. I'm gonna buy a Jaden Reed jersey. Jade, I like Jaden Reed, man. He is a speedster. The same way Randall Cobb was our Swiss Army knife. We could put him in the backfield. We could run jet sweeps. We could also throw it deep to him. Jaden Reed is our God. Look at our receiving core. Look at it. It's reminiscent of 2010, 2011. It's reminiscent. How Aaron Rodgers had Jordan, had not Jordy, not Jordan, Jordy, uh, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, uh, um, goddamn, uh, damn, what was the tight end's name? Jermichael Finley. Um, I'm missing one. Double D, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson. Randall Cobb eventually showed up. Double D, Jermichael Finley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at that receipt. James Jones. Oh, my God. I forgot James. James Jones. Look at the receiving core then. Look at us now. It's reminiscent. We had Ryan Grant back then. We had Eddie Lacy back then. We got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon now. Look at us. We're dangerous. Y'all niggas in trouble. Just give us some time. Just give us some time, man. Just give us some time, bro. Just give us time to grow. Give us time to gain some experience. Now, I know. Listen, I'm glad. If I was recording my podcast consistently, right, throughout the summer, I y'all would have been hearing a completely different story. It would have been 180. Oh, man, we're going to win five games. We should beat the Panthers. We should beat the Falcons. We should beat the Saints. We might beat the Buccaneers. We should beat the Giants. It would have been that. And hopefully we beat the Bears twice. Five to seven wins. I didn't see us splitting with the Lions. I didn't see us splitting with the Vikings either. But we did it. Blew out the Vikings too. Beat the Lions in Ford Field on Thanksgiving. That's where it all started for us. Was right there. Losing to the Giants, but then beating the Lions. That's where it started. Oh, yeah. Oh, we here. Jordan found it. We got the answer. Matt LaFleur is a genius. I didn't know that. I'm telling y'all right now, making the playoffs was enough for us as Packers fans. It was enough. We were like, oh, (laughs) we can only get better from here. And then we blow out the Cowboys. See, now, and I'm scared because now you have Packers fans saying, oh, damn, are we going to the Super Bowl? Slow down. Slow down. Relax. Because I know the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. They were a super-duper young team. They may have been younger than us. When they went to the Super Bowl, what was that, two years ago? Who did they play? Because they had beat the Chiefs, the Rams, two years ago. When the Bengals went. Now, I was like, nah, they're losing to the Rams now. Come on now. They're losing to the Rams. But you suspected Cincinnati to probably make another run to the Super Bowl this year. 
They would have made a run this year. They were a better team than the Ravens this year. But Joe Berg got hurt. Can't help that. When your main man goes down, everything else is going to crumble. You need a quarterback. You need a top flight quarterback to make it to the Super Bowl, dog. You need one. You need one with at least substantial enough talent to lead y'all in tight situations. Joe Flacco was never a superstar quarterback. But he was an all-pro quarterback. That's enough. But see, if you have just an all-pro quarterback, your defense going to have to be the anchor, though. But when you got a superstar quarterback, it's like, eh, he'll figure it out. Even if the defense give up some scores, our quarterback will figure it out. That's what it was with Aaron Rodgers. Ah, he'll figure it out. That's what it was with Tom Brady. He'll figure it out. That's what it was with Drew Brees. Ah, he'll figure it out. That's what it is with Jordan Love. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Oh, I'm calling it. Now, let me say this. I was sad with how the season was going. Because I did not want to win the bet. That's the thing. I didn't want to see the Packers do bad. That's the thing. I don't know why everybody thought I wanted the Packers to do bad. I was being realistic. There's no way anyone knew that this was going to happen. No one knew that. You, Anybody that said 10 wins, and I'm including my wife in this. Anyone that said 10 wins, anyone that says a playoff berth, you are being optimistic. Not realistic. You're being optimistic. But it's easy to say, no, I was being realistic because look at what happened. We could have easily not made the playoffs. Just as easily as we made it. We could have easily not made it. We could have easily not made it. No one saw us beating Detroit and Detroit on Thanksgiving. Nobody saw that coming. No one saw us especially after losing to the Vikings at home, us going on a road. Last game of the, nope, the second to last game of the season in a must-win situation for us because the Vikings were out because they lost to the Lions the week prior, that we were going to beat them. Nobody saw that coming. On New Year's Eve, my wife and I were down in Nashville at the Nasbash. I couldn't even watch the game. Nobody saw that coming. We were supposed to beat the Panthers. We were supposed to beat the Giants and didn't. Telling you, man. We lost to the Raiders. Lost to the Broncos after they got 70 put up on them two weeks prior to that. Come on, dog. Nobody saw us beating the Chiefs. Nobody saw us beating the Chargers. The whole season has been a roller coaster ride up and down. But see, now, heading into this game against the 49ers, I'm scared because now all the Packer fans are being like, oh man, why not us? It can be us. Not being realistic. You're being optimistic. It's the 49ers. And it has nothing to do with history. It has nothing because Aaron Rodgers isn't here anymore. Aaron Rodgers not here anymore. It's Jordan time. It's Jordan time, baby. But let's be realistic, though. It's the 49ers, dude. 
This is the 49ers. The Cowboys have been fraud all season. We knew that. I don't know why. Like, even going into the game against Dallas, I, I was being optimistic, but I was being realistic also. Because I know what Mike McCarthy does as a head coach, and I know what Dak Prescott does as a quarterback. And I know how the Cowboys are late into the season. Playoff time. We know what they do. We know what they do. We know what they do. Been to the playoffs 13 straight years. Only won one game. We know what they do. We know who y'all are. Maybe y'all forgot. But we know who y'all are. Being optimistic and shit. We know who the Cowboys are. Every year. This is our year. This is our year. Every year. No, it ain't. Y'all went 12 and 5. Now three straight seasons and nothing. Y'all haven't been to an NFC Conference Championship game in 30 years. We know who y'all are. We know y'all. We've seen this episode. We've seen it. We know the script. Come on. Go sit down. I was being realistic. I'm like, no, we can win that game. We can't lose to them. We can win that game. I was being realistic. I was nervous. Yeah, sure. It's the playoffs. But against the 49ers? Come on, man. Let's be realistic here, dog. They going to the Super Bowl. Ain't nobody is stopping them. Nobody is stopping them. Even if we get our asses chewed up and handed back to us and then force fed. I'm still going to be happy. You know why? We weren't supposed to be here. We were not. Only Packer fans believed that we could win 10 games this year. In a realistic world on the outside? Come on, not. Come on. Everybody was saying what I was saying. We won eight games last year with Aaron Rodgers. What makes you think with a first-year starter and a bunch of children playing wide receiver and Joe Barry calling the plays for the defense, we're going to win more than five? Come on. See, as Packer fans, let's be real. Y'all were being optimistic. The same way Cowboy fans every year say, no, this year is our year. Y'all being optimistic. It wasn't being real. It was being optimistic. It's easy to say, no, I was being realistic after it happened. It's easy to say it then, but it was optimism. Let's be honest. It was optimism. We weren't supposed to be here. The Cowboys were seven and a half point favorites. They were supposed to blow us out. We won 48 to 16. Don't let the final score fool you. We won 48 to 16. So even if we get blown out by the 49ers, even if we lose a close game against the 49ers, oh, we're going to be a problem next year because we ain't going to do nothing but get better. And you're going to have free agents. See, like Aaron Rodgers has said, right, nobody came here to be a Packer. Everybody came here to play with me, right? And he's being real, he's being honest, and he's being truthful. But you don't think, there's going to be some wide receivers watching this game, watch the uh, Cowboys game, 
watched the last half of the season being like, oh, that Jordan Love kid is something. Okay. All right. You don't think you don't you don't think people who's about to become a free agent are looking at the Packers being like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Because 12 years ago when they won the Super Bowl, this team is looking like that team now. Hold on. It's the same situation with the quarterback. You had Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre for three years and then coming in. And then won a Super Bowl in his third year as a starter. Hold on. Hold on now. Hold on. This is looking kind of familiar. Hold on. You don't think you're going to have free agents looking at that? That's what Charles Wilson did. He looked at the Packers and the Aaron Rodgers situation and was like, hold on. Oh, hold up. I see something there. See, maybe not the young players. But the veterans, the older players, the ones that are like 32 years old, 31 years old, 33 years old, they're looking at the Packers right now like, hold on, I might be able to get a ring out of this because I can still go. I can still contribute as a linebacker, as a defensive end, as a defensive back. I'm 28 years old as a wide receiver. Hold on. I can play alongside Dontavian Wicks. I can play alongside uh, Christian uh, Watson. With Jordan Love throwing up. Hold on. Because look at what he did with some rookies. When Christian Watson went down, I was like, oh, man, who are we going to throw the ball to? Meanwhile, Jordan Love threw for 31 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Hasn't thrown an interception in eight games. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. I like what I'm seeing here. We may not be able to keep AJ Dillon too much longer. Y'all better pay Aaron Jones, but we may not be able to keep AJ Dillon any longer. He's going to be asking for his bread, man. Because when Aaron Jones went down all year with his injury, AJ Dillon was carrying the workload for real. So AJ Dillon going to want his cut. He going to want his payday, but we got to keep Aaron Jones. Between AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, we got to keep Aaron Jones. He's an MVP candidate. I'm telling you right now, with how Aaron Jones has played this year and last year, he would have been an MVP candidate, dog, if he didn't get hurt. I'm telling you. Aaron Jones has potential to be the best running back in the in, in the league next year. Jordan Love has potential to be MVP next year. And you don't think veteran players in their late 20s, early 30s are looking at the Packers being like, hold up. All they need is some veterans on that team. That's it. They don't need a superstar. They don't need a superstar wide receiver. We got one in Christian Woods. Christian Watson, my bad. And Christian Watson. They don't need a superstar running back. We got one in Aaron Jones. We have a very good defense. Joe Barry picked it up in the last three games. He picked it up. Last three games against the Vikings, Bears, Cowboys. He picked it up. He showed his ass all year, but he showed up the last three games. So if you're a defensive player, if you're a wide receiver, you're kind of looking like, hey, hold up. If you're an offensive lineman, hold up now. Hold up. I can get a ring out of this. Let's talk about the Cowboys for these last two minutes. 
These last two minutes, I'm going to talk about the Cowboys. I watched Cowboy fans' reactions. I listened to Stephen A. I listened to uh, Shannon Sharp. I listened to Unk too. Everybody talking about firing Mike McCarthy. You need to get rid of Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has been in the lead now for nine years. It's time to admit that Dak Prescott is just not the guy for the Cowboys, man. Because who knows? He can part. He can probably go to a different team with younger players and make something work. It's too much pressure with that star on your helmet. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure being a cowboy. It's too much pressure being a Green Bay Packer. And it's too much pressure being a New England Patriot. It's too much pressure. Shout out to Gerard Mayo taking the head coaching gig after um after uh 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 what's his name? Bilicek left, got fired. I would not have taken that job. I don't see how they were able to fill that job. Matter of fact, I I don't see how they were able to fill that job. You want to come in after Bill Belichick has been coaching there for like, what, 24 years? Six Super Bowls? You want to take over that head coaching job? That one? Too much pressure coming in as the quarterback after Tom Brady is gone. And the only thing that fans are doing is reminiscing about when 12 was out there slinging the rock. Shout out to Jordan Love. Shout out to Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers had to do that after Ford left. Aaron Rodgers had to do that after Ford left. Shout out to Jordan Love because he had to do it after 12 left. Having to fill shoes is a tough thing to do. Roger Staubach. Troy Aikman. Damn it, Tony Romo. Even though Tony Romo... Had a very mediocre career. Very mediocre. But he gave the Dallas Cowboys some very good memories. Dak Prescott has not. Dak Prescott has not. It's time to move off of him. I say you bring in a new QB. I'm not saying you draft a new QB because I don't think you need to blow up the Cowboys. Y'all have a very good enough team where y'all can make a run. They were supposed to beat us. But the lights got too bright. As it always has since the year 2000. The last time they won a Super Bowl was 1997. That's the last time. I was in kindergarten. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game since then. They thought they was going to get revenge on the 49ers. Meanwhile, y'all haven't even gotten revenge on us yet. And when I say us, I mean the Green Bay Packers. That Prescott is what? One and five or one and four in the playoffs? 
He has now lost to the Packers three times. It's time to move off of him. Because I think as a Packer, not a Packer, my bad, as a Cowboy front office guy, you've seen all you've needed to see from Dak Prescott. Because who knows these last two playoff performances that they had, bump it. Let's just say the last three, the last three playoff performances, if you didn't have Dak, who knows what, what Mike McCarthy would have done with a Russell Wilson. Right? Who knows? With a Matt Ryan. With a um, Carson Wentz. With a, what's the quarterback name for the Lions? With a Matthew Stafford. Who knows what, what, what Mike McCarthy would have done with a Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers with the, with the Dallas Cowboys now. Right? Who knows what, what would have happened? Who knows? Who knows? I don't say you fire Mike McCarthy. I say you give Mike McCarthy about two more years. But you need to move off Dak. Dak has shown you what he's going to show you. He's shown you that. He's shown you that. You know what you're going to get out of Dak. You know that. I say you give Mike McCarthy a year or maybe another year. Because look at look at it like this. Dak has played his best football in the regular season than he ever did with uh with Sean Garrett. What's his name? The 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 Cowboys court uh head coach when Mike McCarthy had took over. I think his name was Sean Garrett. This has been the best season Dak Prescott has ever played. He might win MVP. He's not. He's not going to because it was the loss to the Buffalo Bills that lost him that MVP race. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is going to win it. Lamar Jackson contributed to blowing out the Dolphins, blowing out the 49ers, and winning the division. Most wins in the regular season. He's going to win MVP. I felt like Lamar Jackson should have always won MVP, but that's just me. I think you move off of Dak. Because for some reason, him and C.D. Lamb just could not figure it out. You move off of Dak. That's what you need to do. That's what y'all need to do. Move off of Dak. The time has come. Ship them to Atlanta for some draft picks. Because I'm pretty sure Denver is probably trying to work out something to send Russell Wilson to Atlanta. If you're Dallas, you need to jump on that quick. Hell, you know what? Send them to New Orleans for Derek Carr. Send them to New Orleans for Derek Carr. I wouldn't send him to Vegas. Bump it. Send him to Vegas. Vegas, Vegas would jump on that. Vegas would jump on that. Because come on now, Jimmy Garoppolo, come on. Vegas would jump on that. Vegas will take that deal. And what y'all want? And add, and get a second round pick for him. Get a second round pick and then like a fourth round pick next year. 
And I, I guess get a player. I guess. Send him to Vegas. I understand Denver not wanting to send Russell Wilson to Vegas because that's within the division, and that is also a rival. So I get that. But send him to Vegas. Send that to Vegas. Send that to New Orleans and get Derek Carr for him. I I, I think that would be a good pick, getting Derek Carr. That would be a good pickup. But if you're trading Dak, you got to look at a team that probably needs a quarterback. You got to look for a team that needs a QB. Like Atlanta. I mean, if you're a Cowboys, you can try to sweeten the pot. Like, look, man, it didn't work with Derek Carr. I get it. But we got Dak. Let's just do a quarterback swap. Let's do what the Lions and the Rams did. Let's just do a swap. Quarterback for quarterback. Let's just do a swap. Or Oakland. Because clearly getting Jimmy G was a dumbass idea. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo should not be a starter on any NFL team. He shows you that with the 49ers. He showed you that. He got hurt. Backup got hurt. Trey Lance got hurt. Trey Lance is in Dallas. I don't know why everybody's so high on Trey Lance. I don't get it. But anyway. Trey, get off of that Prescott, man. Send him to the... No, not to the Giants. That'd be stupid. <sighs> don't send him to the Bears. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I would not want to see Dak two times a year. I really wouldn't. Because Dak is still... Dak is a good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he will make the Bears substantially better. Don't send him to Chicago. Please don't. For real. Don't, don't send him to Chicago. Um, Send him to Seattle. Ain't Dan Quinn getting ready to go over there anyway? Send him to Seattle. And get like Bobby Wagner or some shit. Do, do that. Do something. But get off of Dak. Get off of him. I say give Mike McCarthy another year, maybe two more years with a new quarterback and see what happens. Because look at what he got out of Dak. He got Dak in the MVP conversation. I don't know, man. Dak threw two interceptions. Dak was the one throwing the incompletions. Dak was the one throwing the interceptions. Mike McCarthy was calling the plays. Dan Quinn was calling the defensive plays. And you seen Packer players running wild, wild downfield. That's why I say get Mike McCarthy a new defensive coordinator, a new quarterback. See what happens. Give him another year. Give him another two years. But you got to get off of Dak, though. I don't give it's already been three full seasons, three postseason runs with them losing in the first round. You get off of Dak because Dak has shown you even before Mike McCarthy who he is. Mike McCarthy before coming here won a Super Bowl. I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and sign off here, y'all. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and release this episode like within like the next couple of hours. So I'm releasing this episode today as, as I'm recording it. So. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna catch y'all on next one. I'm gonna try to record another episode for tomorrow. I'm gonna try to record today for another episode tomorrow. But I need to, they, they're giving me the sign off. Spotify is giving me the sign off, like, hey, hey, hey oh, you're coming up on an hour, you got to get off. So, uh, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I thank y'all for coming back around, man. I know it's been two years. I appreciate y'all coming back around. Um, peace out, y'all. Peace out. And go pack.
go.